Time now for another Thresh Pie Radio podcast. This is where I get to celebrate with you the pure rock years of Southern California's heavy metal flagship, KNAC FM. Now, we're talking today uh, with a gal that I actually had never met up until the interview that I did with her during last year's 30th anniversary of KNAC's launch. That is uh, January 8th, 1986. Um, Pam Edwards, and she's a great businesswoman. She's done very, very well in the not only the record business, but as um, in the syndicated uh, show business for radio. I think uh, was Hair Nation, that's hers. And uh, she did that show with Dee Snyder. She did a number of really great heavy metal shows. She knew the market. At any rate, I had never met Pam. I had had an offer to go to work for Pam at KNAC when she was the uh, uh, program director there during what I'll call the middle years. And she, um, well, it didn't work out. Let's just put it that way. So what you're going to hear is the segment and the only interview that I have with Pam to date from last year's 30th anniversary special. Find Pam Edwards and bring her in the room so Is she I, can, here? I can meet her for the first time ever. Yeah, please do sit down and uh, let me introduce myself. I'm Thrash Pie. I was going to start my timer to see how long it'd take me to apologize to you for stiffing you on that interview that day, but I should have showed up at least or at least called. So accept my apology. Now, you look great. Thank you. Well, wonderful. You know, how Hi, about Pam. there's Gonzo. How the hell would you Hi. know? Oh, you've never met her. <laughs> I just said that. I'll take now, a compliment from anybody. Now, hang, hang on a second. <laughs> that was condescending bullshit. Pam, I know it. You look great. <laughs> okay. See, there you go. Thank you. Paul can say that. You bet. There's Gonzo. You I, hate I, him, I, right? Right. <laughs> okay. I, I knew that was coming. I'm just Hi. messing with you. That's, Pam, that's what we do here. It's good to see you. It's good to see you. Are you going to apologize to Pam like you told me you would? At least 20 years. I just, um, <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm, let's forget all of is, that. What, is Gary Price here? He was, he and was. I'm sure he's around. If there's liquor he's somewhere, that's here. where Gary is. <laughs> right. Gary is here. No, he'll, okay, good. I want to see. Yeah, him. I mean, yeah, it was tremendous to see him. Uh, we, and of course, what we're doing, you understand, yes, is celebrating the 30th anniversary of the launch. Now, you're pretty much what uh, I'm, you know, and I'm the guy who structured this thing as you're in in the sort of the middle era, 1991. Yes. Yeah. Immediately after Tom Marshall, what caused yes. Marshall to leave? Yes. Uh, another job. Uh, why uh, the Tampa gig? Yeah. Tampa. Uh, why? Wow, I why uh, Tampa. X? Why? Why one hundred six? XTB. XTB whatever. in Tampa. Yeah. XTB. Oh no, Y and F. No, it's Y and F. Oh yeah, that's Ooh. right. Yeah. Been there. That's right. where Kerry right. Kurloff came from. Good gig. That's correct. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so your, I come your favorite in memory. I, yeah, you came in, and what did you think you had to clean well, up? Well, I was one of the few females there. Very much so. That wasn't a phone fox or no right or something. Oh, it was tremendously meridomic. So as the genre was, absolutely. I is this terrestrial radio or no, 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 no. Oh, so no. I can say what yep. <laughs> you pretty much can, Pam. You can effity f all you want. Is filthy Phil here? No, uh, no, he's you know Phil is the announcer at the Ducks games. I and he, know. They have a game I, won't, I won't say what Phil said. <clears throat> But my first introduction uh, was hearing Phil on the, the radio, and, and he was talking about oh. eating something Edible. that I can't mention. <laughs> and I was like, you know you can't say that on the radio, right? He's like, why? And that was my introduction. <laughs> why? Can I say Yeah, why? Very fair question, I I remember uh, Paul actually was, Lung Paul was always awesome because, A, he did his job really well. He showed up on time. So did Greg. 
Um, But no, Tawn, I remember Tawn, great stories. I mean, God bless Mm -hmm. her. I miss her. Um, I had to suspend her one day because she literally never came in on time. She never (laughs) said what she was going to But I think the good thing about that was that it might have given Jack or somebody else their first shot on the air. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. In fact, I found out that I, I think I put Jack on the air for the first time. I think I gave Stu his first job. Oh, wow. Cool. Um, certainly got Brian in. After <laughs> you, a long... You begged me. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. That, that story is like... I mean... Yeah, but you were at KGB, weren't you? Yeah, but I, and I yeah, worked with yeah, her there. Yeah, but he was doing nights, and, well, late nights and then nights. I was doing nights. I was doing the metal show. And he'd never done programming. And right? she comes up here, and I... I like interview with her right away and it took you what four or five months before you finally hired me she scoured and looked for anybody other no, than me no, to no, hire no, no, it was and then she, it, it was the pirate suit that did it <laughs> but, but it was great i ran and i went to the uh, cat house thing uh, a little while ago and i ran into a lot of people there and well was i really was there fun. we missed you yeah we, i missed we you didn't get to, but i saw but i saw Stu, and i mean i, I didn't realize I, I think i made Stu production director perhaps yes. and, yeah. and now he's been at KLOS forever um, so, no, I, I had a, a great run there. And honestly, I don't think that KNEC would exist without Gary Price. There's though. no question. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure you guys have all talked about that. But uh, he, I mean, the fact that he took a corporate entity and let these crazy people run it. Yep. And uh, I remember once when, uh, and Fred Sands, God bless him too, just passed away recently. Mm-hmm. But I remember. <laughs> He had to do a commercial or a voiceover or something, so I literally had to give him voiceover instruction. He came into the studio. Who, Fred? And, yeah. Oh wow! Fred. I, I, and that I was remember that what was you're really about. nerve-wracking. Yes. Um, because I'm thinking, oh my this is god, the owner you know, of the company. Yeah. Here's this right. multi-hundred millionaire guy coming right. in and reading spots. I'm like, right. well, you might not want to do it like that, you right. know. <laughs> um, but no, he was. It was great that he let uh, Gary run with it, and you know, I also I have to dig this up. I know it's sad that I, I don't know exactly where it is, but I, I filmed that whole last day when Metallica came in. I remember that you filmed So that I one. actually have yeah. that. I don't know exactly where through my moves, but um, mm. I have that somewhere as well. That was a super, oh my. super sad day. And that's and like from fa- inside the studio. From in the studio. And the yeah. fact that they let me film it was pretty unusual, you know, because they don't allow a lot of stuff like that. I need that. But I mean, I have great, I mean, Metallica, I remember when they were first on the air, they said, they said shit. And then, uh-huh. and then Lars, of course, said shit, or fuck. I said shit, shit. I said, Fuck. Yeah, that's like, Lars. Oh yeah. my God! We and they that kept going too. and going and going, and it's just like you know. That was a game with them. It right, was, yeah. but I mean, we still had a radio license. Correct. You know, we were right. still we had to respond to the FCC. I, I, I every day pretty much thought we were going to be <laughs> fined yeah. for at least. No but question. it never yeah. happened. It, I guess it just wasn't on their radar, and plus, anyone listening to us never wrote a letter to right. us. Exactly. That, I think right. that's right. the big reason. That's Nobody the, that's complained. That's the only reason. Yeah, the people it, that were listening talked like that every at breakfast. Right. It wouldn't happen. Now. It wouldn't happen now, though. It's a different time. It's totally if, if different. If this happened oh, yeah. now, oh, yeah. gone, done. Because um, you know, for years now, I've owned this show called The House of Hair, and uh, with Dee Snyder, recently sold that. Um, actually, just January one, but. Um, Anyways, what I was going to say is that we uh, aired a song that had a swear word in it, a Van Halen song, where, where he says, what the F at the end. Oh, right. Just yeah. really tails oh, right, out. Right, right, yeah. right. I, I, I didn't even know. Everybody the, wants it. We always played well, that. We always potted it up. 
But we got we got a complaint to the yeah. FCC, and it was oh, really oh nerve wracking because wow. it's like a hundred fifty thousand a station or something, sure. you know. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, I'd never even thought about it. Right. Um, and luckily, it didn't go anywhere, and it was an honest mistake. And now all you that, see, but when, it, when I went to KLOS, pretty much right away, I heard um, from from Bill Summers. He says, you know, you, you said that kicked ass. <laughs> ass, yes, ass he, and says, and he says, he says, he says, he says, that's a body part, right? And we can't. No, that's right. We can't do that. Correct. And I'm I just, what? 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 Yeah. It's, you had to and, really rethink everything. Yeah. And, and then Curlop, bless his heart, got between us. And, <laughs> well, I was coming from KGB, and I mean that was very corporate. Yeah. And that was, you know, that was yeah. it was it was a great station, but it yep. was a lot more conservative. Well, let me ask you this, Pam. What? Uh, as you recall, yeah. what kind of influence did that little radio station have on the rest of the radio community, if any? Oh, gosh. Uh, on the radio community or on the record community? Hmm. All right, well, either one, I, I because they're on the, separate entities. On the re- yeah, on the, record com- on the radio community, unless you were in Southern California or even in the West, I don't know if you understood KNAC. Mm-hmm. You definitely saw it in videos and the, the bumper stickers, and, and mainly in the videos, because MTV was so big at the time. But I think that if you were at a label um, and ran a label, it, I mean, I can't even tell you the impact that it had, and especially because I went to a label right after I went to Columbia, right after uh, KNAC. And, I mean, these were days you have to it, – it's so odd that a docking record would come out, and it, it sold $3 million without even thinking about it. You know, now – if something sells that, it, it, it's a huge, monstrous event. You yeah. know, you just saw right. what Adele did, and, yeah. she, you know, she did close to that or whatever right. in a very short time, of course. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, a lot of these records, I and mean, I still know a lot about it because of House of Hair, it, it, you realize that, like, they were consistently selling platinum, double platinum, triple platinum. Right. So the labels, we didn't even, I don't think we understood the financial implications of what, like, playing an L.A. Guns record. I mean, an L.A. Guns record to go gold and platinum, I mean, right. that just doesn't. That doesn't happen anymore, you know. And also the the strip. I mean, that was just such a cultural thing that also, unless you participated in it, just like if you, if you were in Greenwich Village during the punk era, um, I don't think you could truly understand it unless you were here. But the labels did understand it, and the labels. I mean, they profited heavily from really from KNAC. I mean, KLOS would play some, mm-hmm. but think about it. They. You know, not, so, not a lot. So now you're... You say something? Uh, go ahead. No, he's airing out his <laughs> armpit. Oh. Yeah. I'm raising my hand. Are you raising your... Just raising my hand. But now, no, we had to raise ahead, our Paul. hands. I'm going to raise my hand, but I'll go next. <laughs> from, from 150 miles down the coast, your perception of KDC before you got there, you get the gig, now you land. Right. And I remember our first air check session. Um, Which, by the way, I don't think you'd ever had. It's true. (laughs) Oh, before that. (laughs) Maybe not. You know, maybe not. You know, maybe not. When you said first, you meant first. I meant first, yes. They had never had it. And we came from the Ted Edwards school of weekly air check sessions. But but I remember that, and and I had a feature called Long Paul's Long Play. And that day, I had played Except. Mm-hmm. And your comment was, you played five songs from that band? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> well, I mean, well, you know. no, from the outside coming in, because you were still new to the situation, how did your thinking change once you landed and kind of understood the culture and 
Well, I definitely tightened it up a bit, which yes, and, yes. which I got a lot of grief for. I mean, I, I remember specifically L.A. Guns, Never Enough. You, people at the station hated that song because they thought it was so commercial and such a sellout. And it was an awesome song, and it was a hit. And I'm like, no, no, we have to play songs that a lot of people might like. You know, I still kind of feel the same way. I mean, accept is fine, but five songs is a no, lot. I get, no, I get it. No, I get it. Yeah. Accept, yeah. So you're yeah. fired. <laughs> you kept your job. I got fired. Yeah, but that wasn't just me, and that, you know that. That's because I called Kip Winger at a hotel in the morning because we find out where he was Uh-oh. and woke him up. Columbia Records was not pleased about really? it. Really? <laughs> no, that was Atlantic. Yeah. Atlantic oh, it was Atlantic? Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. No, here's here's what I was going to say. He'd what, love to be woken up <laughs> now. Right. Yeah. What what I know about Pam Edwards Uh-oh. is here's here's I'm gonna oh, no. here's a deep, dark, uh oh dirty secret about former KNEC program director Pam Edwards. She rocks the accordion. Right, I wish you'd brought it. Damn. Why do you say that? Because you played the accordion in the office one morning for Stu and I during an air check meeting. Okay, that's interesting. <laughs> I mean, I, that's I, denial, I, Pam. I, no, that's I, I vaguely remember having one growing up, but I didn't this, really play it. You brought the accordion. <laughs> To the office. Wait, or was that a harmonica? Damn. Damn. I don't know. That's so funny. I was on a I... lot of drugs at the time, but <laughs> no, I... I'm pretty sure that that actually happened. I don't know about that. No, really? But yeah, maybe. We used to have one in the family, but right. I didn't really play piano or anything. Pretty sure you played the accordion. <laughs> Oh, I thought I had something there. All right, never mind. Just cut that out of the tape, Mike. We can edit that out. <laughs> edit out that last 15 minutes. Yeah, very interesting. All Thank right. you very much. It's delighted, uh, delightful to have you Thank here. You. Thank and you. thanks so much for, for coming. I know it's kind of a big deal. And, you know, you hate me. You hate guns. Yeah, there's a lot of people in the room. I, I never, well, I never knew you, I know. you know. And I don't hate guns. Gonzo, I think, hates me. Well, no, I'm, I'm glad I'm... Phil isn't here because it would really, it would be a triumvirate of hate. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I I think Phil hates me. Uh, no, he doesn't. He does not. Especially now. I think now he understands. Well, so I certainly hope so. Phil has grown a good bit as a young yes. man. So. Yes. Now as, at the uh, Ducks games, he talks about eating pussy on the... the uh, probably does. See, that's, what, right. that's actually what I did he not want to say. That's yeah. correct. He does his Frank Zappa <laughs> and stuff and, uh, right. at the Ducks games. That'll work down there. So, But, but thanks so much for being yeah, here, and I appreciate you. it. Continued success. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, maybe you can employ some of the people in the room that you hey, see. you know what? The, everyone, look around, though. Everyone's done pretty well. I I mean, mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that have gone on to some really great things. I said this this earlier, I think, before Pam, before you yes. got here. I, if I hadn't been dismissed from KNAC, <laughs> I would have stayed there to the end and been sitting there going, oh, now what? Now what? But right. I, I got yeah. to go on to a great job in Philadelphia and, yeah. and Minneapolis and a lot of other great gigs. So, you know, as everybody goes through this, you figure out what your path is and you, you make the most of it. So mm-hmm. yeah. it's good to see you, Pam. Well, it's nice to Are see you. Are you thanking uh, her for firing you? Kind of, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> is. God, I love this. Great. This is better than therapy. (laughs) Holy shit. You worked with Bonadonna. I worked with Joe Bonadonna. Aces, man. Wait, you were at MMR? At WMMR in Philadelphia. Okay. I had a lot of friends there. Yeah. 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 He fired me from KDK. All right. Is that right? (laughs) Hey, cool. Well, Long Paul fired me from KNAC.com. I did. I'm I still, well, at any rate, it hurt, but I got over it. Yeah, I, I finally got over it. I got to tell you, that's one of the most embarrassing points of my entire life. <laughs> and I, I rub that in Paul's face every time I, I see him, though. Pam Edwards, uh, actually great program director. You know, in retrospect, what we have to remember is that music 
particularly our brand of music, pure rock, what we call it, of course, was just starting to morph away from the L.A. pop metal and the big power ballads from all of the what we could call the hair bands, for for want of a better word. Um, and all the Seattle grunge, everything was about to just, you know, become real diffused in terms of uh, how you put a radio station together, how you promote it and how you make it work. Now, and combine that with um, what uh, with Pam's sensibilities, number one, as a program director and number two, as a woman on top of that. And you, you, you must remember that I am fully understand what a tough racket you know, working in heavy metal music, and not only on radio, but in that business and on the record business, um, that's tough on women. That's a tough, tough racket. Pam Edwards did a great job. And, you know, she um, she was it was mighty big of her to come to this anniversary, knowing that they were <laughs> that I was lurking in the wings. Long Paul, Gons, you know, Phil, she, everybody there was, you know, had butted heads with her at some point or another. Even Darren. Remember Darren with the. Uh, what was it with that god-awful band that she wanted him to play three songs from? It was, oh, I, I don't even know. But at any rate, um, I, I, just kudos to Pam Edwards for giving us the interview, coming to the 30th anniversary uh, uh, celebration, and, and just being an all-around good person. All right, I'll have more insight into the pure rock years of KNAC-FM in the future podcasts. And in the meantime, your comments and correspondence of any kind are always welcome at thrashpieradio at gmail.com. Give us a like and a share. Keep your eye on your Facebook page for the next Thrash Pie Radio podcast.